Hello, hello. Welcome back to Real Talk Podcast, episode number four. Hope everyone's doing all right. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, I'm recording this Friday, July 24th, but it's going to be coming out to you guys on Monday, July 27th. Hope everyone had a fun, safe weekend. Decided to reflect. Listen, if you listen to that last podcast, you should have been reflecting. Uh, <laughs> as promised, I've got with me Alex Commodore. I told you guys I was going to do this interview, have this podcast. A couple good reasons why I'm doing this podcast is because if it's right in line, what I've been talking about. Uh, I just want to give a couple quick shout outs before we begin. First off, been doing it the past two episodes. Tristan Crouch, go check out that YouTube video. Go listen to episode number two, hear that story, give him some love. Come on. Second off, uh, Robbie George Fitness, go check out that Instagram page. I've been meaning to shout him out for a while, the Pump Podcast too. Go check both those out. Robbie runs it, runs a damn good podcast, knows his stuff when it comes to lifting or just talking about life. Go check him out. Give him some love. Here I got Alex Commodore. Hey man, how's it going? Doing pretty good. You? Glad to be here. Uh, first podcast. A little nervous. Yeah. To everyone, <laughs> if you if you follow me on my socials and you follow Alex on his socials, because I know some of you know him, we're we're good friends. We go back to high school. Uh, <laughs> did junior ROTC together. Went to Fitchburg State together have done a lot of dumb stuff together (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a pleasure man (laughs) (laughs) so so some of you probably don't know most of you probably do know because alex is very popular around with a lot of people from money tech always contributing to the community finding new ways to help people and last year was it you left fitchburg state or was it this year um, I think it was just about sometime last year. I think my last semester was around October. I think that's when I was last in school sometime around then. So Alex ended up leaving college and I think the original plan was go to the Marines. <laughs> it it didn't exactly work out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, the original plan was to leave college, join the Marine Corps immediately, get out of there as soon as possible, but uh, I ran into some medical barriers, and I'm still technically in that waiting process. Uh, it's still totally not out of the future. Uh, it could happen, but in the meantime, I'm just focused on uh, different things. So you find yourself in this situation, you leave college, you're going to go in the Marine Corps. That doesn't work out. Life is full of ups and downs. Life throws you a curveball out of nowhere. And you start up this whole mood in quarantine. I was there with you the entire <laughs> time. You start up this whole mood. You go down to... God, what's it called? The... Coolidge Park. Coolidge Park, go down there, you get a couple of the guys, the pulleys, you start running these pulley programs, you start teaching them stuff, 
and you start just building this huge physique, this huge love into fitness that was already there, but you just like transpired it. And where'd that take you? So during the quarantine is when I made a lot of changes with my mentality and my body composition. Uh, And I attribute most of that to suffering. (laughs) (laughs) So I spent a lot of time running and doing uh, a bunch of pull-ups, push-ups, primarily body weight workouts, abdominal exercises, uh, gymnastics even. So a lot of bar work, a lot of ab work on pull-up bars and stuff like that. And um, I ended up losing 31 pounds in the quarantine. Uh, You see, I was running 35 to 40 miles weekly on top of two to four hours of just recreational PT, just dedicated time every day, almost every single day of uh, physical exercise on top of the running. And I was doing multiple runs a day and I was eating in a caloric deficit. I was disciplined. I stayed on that track the whole quarantine and coming out of it, I made, I I matured a lot for one, uh, which I attribute to all the challenges I faced and how hard it was to do all of that. And then physically, I feel like I started to, uh, show my best self through that. And now, um, I've moved onto other things with physical exercise, but that's basically how the quarantine went for me in terms of what I did. And in this in this time, you know, this quarantine it came out of nowhere. It was a curveball for everyone. I think everyone found themselves in a predicament where, you know, maybe they were a little upset with life, felt like anything that they were working to achieve just had to be put on hold for a couple months. But that that wasn't the case with you, was it? <laughs> that <laughs> Um I'll tell you right now, dude, um, I've been in the waiting process for the Marine Corps for almost nine months, so it might be coming up on 10, to be honest. Uh, So I haven't had, you know, a good time with the process, and the quarantine was the peak, I would say, of me uh, learning to deal with that and uh, trying to see what my potential was. I was always challenging myself every day, and in the quarantine, you know, with all of that, it just, um, nine months of, you know, the same thing, waking up every day, man, it weighs on you. So I definitely didn't have the best time, but I made the best of my time. You know what I mean? Um, it it was such a long process. It was mostly, you know, hearing I'm going to go to MEPS and hearing I'm not like four to five times during that whole time. Um, so I made the best of it and I decided to get together with a group of guys, including you at some points, you had a pretty crazy, uh, run, run little, uh, run period of time where you ran some crazy distance, like 46 or something. Uh, 42, just 42. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I I can't say I'd recommend anyone go and do what I did, or what you did with that, just in terms of health. But, um, you know, keeping that attitude where, 
you get kicked in the balls and you just keep going. You just get back <laughs> up. It's how many times you can get knocked down and get told no or things just don't go well for you and you keep getting back up uh, where, where you build that mental strength, that dexterity. Um, so I came out of that with that. It's just creating that mentality that whatever is going on in life, I'm just going to push through it, right? It's just... Absolutely. Um, do the work, no matter what. It doesn't matter what happens. You acknowledge it, and you move on. You accept the pressure, and you move on. That, that's, how I, that's how I lived in that time. So, you get done with this quarantine finally. No longer got to do push-ups or pull-ups. <laughs> uh, if anyone in the fitness community is listening to this, you you know exactly what we're talking about right now. You got all this time in the gym and then this pandemic hits and you've you've make it or break it. You got to work even harder now. You got to start doing pull-ups, you got to start doing push-ups. You got to freaking kill yourself with body weight just to preserve whatever you got. That was the biggest challenge, man. You think a progressive overload is hard in the gym? Well, guess what? It gets even better with body weight. <laughs> a good pull-up workout for me was 300 to 500 pull-ups. I'd be telling you about this stuff all the time. Uh, the push-ups, too. That's how I did that. <laughs> so uh, I, I think I prefer my bodybuilding tactic of go in, hit X amount of sets and reps. Uh, over the 300 pull-ups and stuff in one go. Uh, obviously broken into sets and broken down into manageable bits where I can get it all done. But, uh, yeah, N not not my preference, you know. Man, I, I saw you some of those days when you did those massive amounts of pull-ups. And looking at your calluses on your hands... Looks like you ran your hands through like a cheese grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Getting a tear for the first time in my hands and bleeding uh, from doing so many pull-ups and push-ups and using my hands so much uh, definitely hurt a lot. It was kind of foreign to me, but um, at the same time, it wasn't so bad. Uh, <laughs> it was it was kind of funny uh, just because I I did that and I was like, oh wow, that happens, but um. Yeah, that that was a that was a thing. So, quarantine's finally over. We're back in the gym now. Overjoyed. But like we were mentioning just like I think it was like 10 minutes ago, the Marines still still is kind of giving you issues and mm -hmm. you just got tired of waiting. You you decided you have two passions in life. You've got weightlifting and you've got joining the military. Military, you're still passionate about, but it just, at the moment, things are going through the motions, and it's just not moving quick enough for you. You've got to find a plan B. And no one ever wants to go to plan B, but you got that plan B, and you're like, I'm going to roll with plan B now. And what was plan B? I'm one of those people where when I dedicate my time to something, I go in with the, there is no plan B mindset. This is it. <laughs> I will not fail, but there's a plan B. <laughs> and, um, I got tired of waiting, just like you said. 
Um, I'm very passionate about bodybuilding. I'm very passionate about fitness, the lifestyle, because that's what fitness is. It's enhancing your lifestyle. It's embracing the better qualities of doing all that work to feel better, to look better, to be happy with yourself. And it also adds a whole new element into life. There's just being fit, exercising, it's fun. You enjoy it. You know, it becomes a release. So my passions lie very much in that. Um, that kind of comes from my background. But I got to this point where I was just waiting so long and I couldn't sit still any longer on this. So I decided to start studying for the NASM CPT, uh, Certified Personal Trainer exam. I'm going to be taking soon. Still studying, but I've been studying for like a month. Um, I'm well researched on what I'm going to be tested on in terms of what it takes to be a personal trainer and, uh, you know, you know, use a accurate, uh, method to train people and how to run a business in that sense, in that field. And, um, so I've been doing that. I've been studying. Um, I intend to compete in a bodybuilding competition, whether it be in men's or classic physique. And I'm also doing one, one online coaching. So I'm starting my own business here as well, um, where I'm going to be coaching people. I actually have four clients currently, potentially a fifth very soon, but I'm going to be coaching people one-on-one uh, -on -one, online, uh, managing their nutrition, managing their training, mindset, accountability, and it's very modernized in the sense that I have an application where I can track all this data and communicate with my clients very easily and um, they like the process these guys are changing their lives slowly they're adapting they're learning they're getting educated on the do's and don'ts in fitness you know bro science versus <laughs> real science the reality um, so it's all some very exciting stuff um, I'm really just diving deep into my passions and I'm gonna make them work for me now, man, you you start up your own business, you go all in, you've already left college, you're you're telling yourself, you know, at the end of the day, if nothing works out, college is there. But I've gotta go after this. This is what I want out of life, this is what I'm passionate about. What what do you gotta say to anyone that's like hesitant about going after what they want. If you're hesitant about pursuing your passion, um, you might want to think about where you are right now. Because if you're not pursuing your passion, you're probably doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, a lot of people think that the natural step is just to go to college to get a degree and do what every single other person t tends to do. But that's just not the case. Um, some people want to join the military. Uh, it's not working out for me currently there. But um, I did leave college, and now I'm starting up my own business. It's a learning process. It's very new. But I love what I'm doing right now. And I intend to be certified as a trainer soon to add credibility. Um, I'm experienced. I have a background in this of success. 
and it's going well for me. And, you know, having started to pursue this change, this different avenue of life, I think I'm exactly where I want to be because I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. I just think if you're not pursuing your passion, then it's okay. Just take a step back, reevaluate, really weigh it out. You know, are you going to be happy in five to 10 years uh, doing what you think is right? Or do you enjoy that work? When you wake up in the morning, are you going to be happy doing that? I feel like life is short and you need to prioritize the right things and spend a little less time doing the wrong things. Now, if you know how we do it in Real Talk Podcast, it's never in chronological order. You guys think that we started at the beginning. We didn't start at the beginning. We started at the middle, and then we just got to the end. So now we're going to go to the beginning. And like any other podcast that I release here, you guys have heard all the way up to the success story. You guys have heard all of that. We haven't even gotten into the nitty-gritty, any of the hard points, any of the struggles, nothing. So, let's take it right back to where it all began. What got you into bodybuilding? Long story. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I was in high school, and, you know, up to that point, um, I've personally dealt with uh, what I'd like to call some sort of eating disorder or some problem. Uh, There were a bunch of times where I just chose not to eat because, you know, I felt like that was an appropriate option to pursue in terms of weight loss. And I lost a ton of weight, man. It worked, but I felt very sick all the time. It was very uh, bleak. It wasn't very, um, a very good time. Um, And, you know, that came with body image issues like body insecurity uh confidence issues um it made me a lot more introverted than i am now i tend to like to talk but uh um it's it would it was harder to get to know me you know what i mean like because i was so so shy and insecure you know i would um be around school and i'd slouch over a little bit (laughs) Right, you know, sucking the sucking the fat, you know, the <laughs> typical uh, thing. Um, you know, whatever I could do to compensate for my shortcomings in terms of my physical appearance, um, I just I didn't feel good about myself. Um, so that's that's where it all started. It started with an issue like that that I had. Um, I actually started working out because I was in junior ROTC and I wanted to become an officer in the program. Uh, my first sergeant, Paul Jornet, uh, awesome guy. You know, he taught me a lot about integrity primarily, as well as other leadership skills and just a bunch of things that have, you know, put me on a good path in life and a bunch of good qualities and values that I appreciate now. I've learned from him. I really look up to him. Uh, so he told me if I wanted to be an officer, then I had to set the example I had to be a good example. I had to do what everyone else is expected to do. You know, um, I had to do a pull up. And so I spent two to three months almost every single day where I was doing push ups, uh, messing around with some weights, not really knowing what I was doing. 
and I had a pull-up bar because my father ended up buying me one. I was very fortunate for that. And I just go up to it, and I would do everything I could <laughs> to get my body above that bar, to get my chin above Whatever that. it takes, right? What, anything. <laughs> and eventually, I did get a pull-up. And, you know, I did get my reward. <laughs> I, I became an officer because I started to set the example. Uh, and I worked for that, and I earned that. And it made me very happy. Uh, it brought me some satisfaction, some confidence, and it was a big achievement. You know, it felt impossible to me. Um, it felt unachievable. Now, that first pull-up, that's that's the beginning of point. That's not where it ended, though. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I don't do as many pull-ups now, but if I were to actually spend time on it, I think the most I've done is 28 or 29 in a row. Uh, dead hang, clean pull-ups, pretty fast. Um, so I've definitely made a long, long way out from where I started. Um, in terms of where it got me with bodybuilding, uh, it's definitely helped a lot. You know, the pull-up focus early on. Um, I feel like it's built my back the most. So, you know, if you're going to the gym and you're trying to get a wide back, do pull-ups. <laughs> Pro tip right there. But um, what really got me into bodybuilding, aside from that, because that was really the kickstart into fitness for me in general, was meeting a guy named Tony Laurie. <laughs> awesome dude. I love that guy. You know, big inspiration at the time. You know, he helped me. He brought me to the gym with him at four in the morning and we'd get after it, dude. We would lift in the morning before high school and he taught me how to lift, you know, got me on a typical bro split, you know, chest Monday, hit back Tuesday, legs Wednesday or whatever, and it, and it went on, right? And um, I started to like the changes I was seeing in my body. Um, I became very, very passionate about that. Um, I wanted the change so bad. So I started learning a little bit more about eating. How can I optimize this the best way to get the best results? How can I do it the fastest? Um, I'm a little OCD sometimes. So I was like, I have to make everything perfect. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'd obsess over that. Um, and so that's what got me into bodybuilding because I actually got into a gym in the first place. Uh, thanks to my buddy, Tony he showed me muscle works and gardener. Uh, so that was a cool little intro to gyms. And, you know, I started to get a little bit of muscle. I got some, I got some gains. I got stronger. I liked the changes, got a little leaner and I just wanted to know wow, like, how can I, how can I be better here? And I'd see bodybuilders and I'd look up to them and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I want to look like that. That's just <laughs> the coolest thing. Like, I, ima I can't imagine what it must be like to, to look like that and to feel, you know, strong and powerful like that. That image, I don't know. I'm very passionate about bodybuilding. <laughs> I like the look uh, and I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm, I'm pretty happy at the moment. And, you know, I like I said earlier, I've known him, so I know all the highs and lows. And I know specifically one low point that was very low. You went through a breakup. Like, I want to say it was roughly a year ago. Right, yes. Um, 
I was seeing a girl and, you know, my initial, like, milestone, I think, for losing weight was in high school when I was 200 pounds and I went from that to 147. Uh, so that was the initial, you know, holy shit, I just did that. Um, I don't, I can't do math, man. What is that? 200 minus 147, like 53 or whatever. 53 pounds. Yeah. Okay, cool. I can do math. <laughs> um, so I lost like 53 pounds and you know, that was crazy. So I got lean eventually, you know, I got abs and I was like, wow, this is sick. And then, yeah, um, I went through a breakup at one point, you know, I got a little complacent in college and all that and in a relationship and things didn't work out there. And, you know, like anybody else, if you go through a hard breakup or anything, uh, it comes with the challenges of, you know, mental strain and whatnot. So I was a little depressed and I, I started eating a lot more, you know, I, <laughs> I leaned very much on the, you know, old me a little bit with some bad habits. And I went somewhere around from like 154 doing pretty good. I was, I was looking pretty good in comparison to where I was in the beginning. Um, I was lean and I went to like 185 or like 190. Um, cause I started eating fast food and stuff. So you you lost all the weight and you go through this breakup, I gained and it back. <laughs> it, it brings you right back to where you started almost. It basically yeah. it re it's like a reset button. It just reset. I should really post the pictures. I really should. You should. It's 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 <laughs> insane to think that you know that's even me. If you see the pictures and the pictures that he would post, if you you'd be astonished because these are pictures that were taken in October of 2019 it is july of 2020 oh wow yeah so it hasn't even been a year damn since those pictures were taken and you'd be astonished at the change and that's that's where we come full circle so i want to say just because i know you personally i want to say you started to to cut back down weight around like November or December, right? Like one of those two months? January. January. January, February. Yeah, so, around then. In January, I think, near the end. So you cut down at the end of January, start of February. You get through that, like, month and two weeks. And then just like that, boom, freaking gyms are closed. That was a big setback because I, <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just went back to my roots and I was like, okay. Um, at that point I was really hoping that I was about to like get a contract for the Marine Corps. And so, you know, I'd been training for the Marine Corps PFT. I was in pretty good shape and I, I totally just leaned on that. I, I leaned on that type of training um, and I started running and doing the body weight stuff as a replacement because I didn't know how to fill that hole. You know what I mean? Um, because I really love the gym and lifting. Right. It was just such a shock to have to adapt, learning to adapt to that. 
I'd be fine now if I had to, uh, you know, go through it again. It would just be a little sad, but <laughs> so it's rough. Me and Alex, and I can I can personally attest to this, because I was there with them. We, <laughs> us being the dumbasses that we are, <laughs> talked it over with ourselves, and we're like, you know what, we're gonna go to Coolidge Park at like five in the morning, and we're gonna run. And then we're going to PT. <laughs> the running was a warm-up. <laughs> Get warm for the real real exercise. And we had some pretty terrible mornings, didn't we? Rain, snow, freezing temperatures. What was the worst? We had, like, some, like, ice rain one day, didn't we? Yeah. I remember there was just one day I could not feel my hand. <laughs> I couldn't either. I remember uh, we were putting our hands in our pockets and running at one point, too. I remember we that, so too. <laughs> we, look, we looked really dumb, but you know what? We had to do it, so. And. Because we weren't going to let it stop us. And these these times that, like, were so terrible to be running at. We're running next to each other. We're laughing the entire time. It's five in the morning. Everyone's, everyone's in bed. Everyone that's sane is in bed. They're nice and warm. They're going to do their little run later on in the day. It's quarantine. No one's got anything going on. But that wasn't the case for you and I. <laughs> yeah, we got to get it in early. And, <laughs> and you would get it done before work. So I got to give you credit. That was... That was... That was crazy. That was work and that was school. I got, I got, yeah. I had stuff going and you, you were running like two or three times a day and you're in between, oh, yeah. you're PTing like four times a day. I think I would, um, exercise separately each. We're calling it two runs. One, oh, right, right. 30 minutes of abs, six days a week. And then the the core PT, was, which was the body weight, you know, pull-ups, push-ups, dips, all those good things. Like four times. So we're... Too much free time. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in this little weird circumstance, this weird situation. Everyone's at home. They're getting paid on unemployment. They're making this money. They don't have to do anything. And that's exactly what most people did. They didn't do anything. They sat down. They found a nice Netflix show. And they were like, you know what? Binge it. <laughs> let's let's binge it. Let's get the family on the couch. And let's just let's ride it out. Let's ride the storm. And you, you and me. And I'm, that's not to say that there aren't more. Because I know there's more. There, we had more people coming down at, <laughs> as it got. That's true. More and more in depth. It started with. It's actually truly just started with you. It just started with Alex, and I think like after a week of you running, in the morning, I started joining you, and then I think like, maybe three weeks after that, these PT sessions started <laughs> popping up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started uh, PTing with the poolies of my recruiting station. Had a good time with a bunch of those guys. Brian Sweeney, Larson, um, John, Eros, Josh Cloutier, every now and then. I think that's everybody. Did I miss anyone? It's just right off the top of my head. 
Well, whoever I missed. Did if Alex I did. retrain with us once? I, he he I did a couple times. He did in the morning. I know he came with us yeah. once in the morning. He he really went out of his comfort zone there too. Yeah. I gotta give him credit, you know. Fun fact, Alex is a client of mine right now. Alex Sweet. Uh Sweet Fitness twenty nineteen is that his page? I think so, yeah. I think I just verbatim the, the page name, right? <laughs> um Yeah, he uh he's doing a really good job right now. Um, on the program, that's, nutrition. That's that another stuff. one that's just, I, I got to get on the podcast as, at some point because he's just, he's in the same circumstance as you. He's, he lost more weight than me. And he's still losing. He's yeah, still losing. He's still going. What was he? 263 or something? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he's down, down to what? 208? As of today. Yes. 208. Together. Him and I started at 2.11, and he's at 2.08 right now, as of today. And you guys just been working together for, what, like a week? Almost a week, yeah, something like that, or a little more. There you go, it's just, it's consistency, that's what it takes. Yeah, um, he's being right, really dedicated right now to his, you know, meal planning, and, you know, I really, this is the thing about me personally when it comes to nutrition, so I'm a bodybuilder. So for me personally, I like counting macros. I like a strict plan. I like a diet, right? I, I diet. That's me. I just like it that way. It's comfortable. It's who you but are. I eat popcorn. <laughs> I, 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 I eat popcorn, you know, I eat protein ice cream. I eat sushi. I actually eat sushi like I think the other day with my girlfriend. So good, dude. Uh, salmon rolls. Love those. Um, and I'll eat whatever else I want, you know. I had protein fudge. Um, Low-key, been debating eating a little bit of candy here and there. Just chocolate, <laughs> dark chocolate or something. But I like eating really clean. And the thing about diet and nutrition, all that stuff, is I've learned to create a good relationship with food. And it's what I, pr you know, preach to my clients. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't try and be a bodybuilder if you're not a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of people think that's the only way to lose weight. You got to eat the strict, monotonous, boring, every single day is the same diet. Um, I couldn't agree with that. Um, if I wanted to, unless you're a bodybuilder. Uh, but even then as a bodybuilder, you don't have to do that. It's just something I tell my clients is, listen, we do want good quality food. We do. We want you to make good choices where you're getting micronutrients, macronutrients, quality carbs, proteins, and fats, because that's healthy. It, it, you know, it's just, it is. But also at the same time, it's okay to include things in your diet, you know, like chocolate, like popcorn. Popcorn isn't even unhealthy. Just fun fact, popcorn is fiber. It's going to keep you full. Pro tip, good snack. But... <laughs> Yeah, um, it's, you know the saying, it's all in moderation? Right. It's a saying for a reason. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really true. Um, people think they have to follow these really restrictive lifestyle diets, and it's just not the way to go. Uh, there's a balance to it all. Um, my client, Tim, right now, uh, I think he's lost three pounds. I think that's the accurate number. Him and I have been working together for a couple weeks. And his girlfriend, who's with him, uh, she's following a similar approach off of what Tim is doing. And she's already lost about almost two pounds. 
So she's doing a very good job too. And they're not eating the same things every day. Go ask him yourself. He's eating <laughs> macaroni and cheese and chicken. Chicken macaroni and cheese. Would That's you ever awesome. expect that from someone trying to get shredded? Well, I mean, I've seen a couple of your recipes. I wouldn't I wouldn't be expecting to be eating uh, ice cream and trying to lose weight or gain weight, but somehow you made that a reality too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um it's just all about figuring out, you know, good food options. Uh sourcing outside of you know the internet's a magical thing dude go look it up uh chicken recipes recipes for this recipes for that you can make healthy food and the big thing is you can make healthy food taste really good awesome um i mentioned i was a bodybuilder earlier and i eat really strict because that's how i do it um and i like that but um I will be honest. I suck at cooking chicken. <laughs> you you think a bodybuilder would be good at that? I suck at it. Um, I make really dry chicken. Uh, I'm getting better at cooking <laughs> as we speak. Uh, my girlfriend, Abby, actually is starting to cook my chicken for me. Um, and this is just to say, like, it, it's, you know, it's totally. How do I say this? I don't know. I suck at cooking, dude. So <laughs> Abby, you know, started cooking for me just a little bit. And she's totally opened my eyes about how good you can make chicken taste. Like she's making me restaurant quality chicken. And all we're doing is just going buying chicken from the grocery store and getting the right seasonings. I think garlic and herbs or whatever is really good. I think Ooh, I I've that. had that before. That's, yeah. Yeah. If you season it right and follow a recipe, a process, if you follow directions, something I tend to not do when I was cooking chicken for myself, <laughs> just because I was like, oh, I'm a bodybuilder. I'm going to eat quick, quick food, uh, restrictive, whatever. Give me that plain chicken. Yeah, I eat that plain chicken, <laughs> salt and pepper. That's good. We're good. No problem. No more effort. No more time. Uh, if you spend a little bit of time, you can make really <laughs> good food. And wow, it's so freaking good. Um, you just got to spend time learning how to cook and, and you can really make the simplest, most boring parts of a diet. Like, you know, the typical, uh, rice, chicken, broccoli, you can make that delicious. And chicken is one of those things where you can just, you, you've got an endless amount of flavors you can make. Yeah. If you, you want really mango can. habanero, you can make that. It, it can be a reality. You're making me pretty hungry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of calories to eat, but um, it's gonna be freaking hot. But yeah. <laughs> you can make that a reality. Yeah, so it's just all about learning how to cook, learning how to create a good relationship with food, and learning how to include the bad things too. You know, the typical carbs are bad for you. Saying you know. I've honestly been thinking about eating a donut um, <laughs> just because I kind of want it. And it's okay to want it and it's okay to have it. But I'm not going to eat a box of donuts. I'm not going to binge. Um, and it's not going to divert me from my weight loss goals if I eat the donut. You know, I could go for a glazed right now. Like, if I did that, it's it's totally fine because most of my diet is clean. Pretty healthy about it. Pretty. You got that 80 20 going on. Exactly. Like an 80 20. 90, 10, 70, it can differ, you know, carbs a carb, not bad, I eat cinnamon toast crunch every single day, and that's a fact, actually, uh, <laughs> everyone's surprised about that, I don't know why, 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I got shredded eating cinnamon toast crunch like almost every day. <laughs> it's just, it's calories in calories out. It's something you shouldn't stress over. Um, but you know, that's just how I tend to do it with my clients and with my coaching. I like to introduce, you know, methods to enhance your lifestyle and eat in an enjoyable way. You know, obviously, if you're cutting weight and you're eating in a deficit, you're going to be a little hungry at times, but that's just the that's just the process, you know. Learning how to cook and learning how to make good choices and learning how to have that balance makes it tolerable and makes it enjoyable and it's not as bad. And they, they, one of the biggest things that I got to say, as far as fitness goes, because just like you, I started doing fitness, Mm -hmm. probably like high school and you, you, you are like one of my friends that knows what goes on in someone's mind when they get into fitness. And the big part of that is nutrition. Oh, you, all the way. you start to see the calories. You don't see the food. You see the calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start to get really stressed out about almost everything you eat. I, I know that feeling. Um, I, I live it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes even now. But I'm more uh, laid back about it. When you first get into that fitness mindset and you try and lose weight, it's like, it's so weird. You go, You go from like, Oh, I enjoy going to this annual cookout every year <laughs> to crap. I'm going to this cookout tomorrow. What am I going to eat? <laughs> yeah. You start to stress about everything and, um, you know how that can be diverted. Uh, have a plan, come in with a plan. Um, a good coach is going to help you understand you can eat at that cookout. You know, before if you had told me, you know, you know what, you know me really well. Try and get me to eat pizza. Oh, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. I I ate so restrictive at one point where I was eating like totally all food sources combined, 13 grams of sugar daily. (laughs) I did that. Um, So at one point I was just so restrictive. If you had told me we're going to do something with food, I might try and blow that off just because of my diet. Or I might try and like just avoid it. Uh, cause I was so strict and it paid off. It can work, but there's a better way of doing it. <laughs> you know, to be honest, there's some things that I would have liked to have just done and learned. I wish I knew how to balance it. I wish I knew what I knew then, or sorry, what I know now then, because I could have eaten that burger. Um, I could have had that slice of cake, could have had some brownies, whatever, you know, just didn't have the education. And it just, it gets so ridiculous because once you finally, like, learn, like, oh, man, I really, I can eat this stuff. I don't have to be so restrictive with myself. You look back on the moments that you could have eaten that stuff. You're like, what the heck was I thinking? And it's just, it's such a, like, mental block on you. Yeah, um, learning how to eat, it sounds dumb, but learning how to eat is the best thing that ever happened to me, I think, because now that I have this good relationship with food and understanding, 
that it is okay to have that cookie <laughs> or those occasional treats or Put whatever. Put cookie down. Um, oh, yeah, it's totally <laughs> having a cookie here and there or having treats or having cake, ice cream, whatever, you know, in acceptable amounts is different from binging, you know? Right. Um, when people start to have trouble with food like that, um, it's because they have a bad relationship with food and they're overeating, you know? That's a real thing. They're overeating and they're so focused on, um, they get really overwhelmed by, you know, sensory things like ice cream is freaking good, man. You know, sit me down, give me a pint. (laughs) I'm down to eat that thing. That's the, that's the problem. You know, it's hard to have one serving for a lot of people, uh, because the way it is, right? We really do in society have an addiction to food, whether you like to think of it that way or not. We do. It's a fast food industry. Yeah. It's taken off. You know, Robbie had Burger King today. Did he? Yeah. And he's bulking. But that's okay. You know why? Because he doesn't eat that for every meal. (laughs) Whatever he had, it's just... It fit his macros. like a small bit what he's eating. Fits his macros too. That's also important. He's just not eating shit like that every single day all the time. And even if he was, he can fit it in. People can fit in foods they like. You can even fit in fast food. Sure, no problem. You want that processed burger, blah, 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 whatever. No problem. You can eat it. Just you got to keep track of it. You got to keep track of those things. Calories add up. The moment you stop counting is the, <laughs> the moment the weight, the uh, scale starts counting, right? <laughs> mm. In some cases, you want the scale to move that way, uh, like me, but uh, other cases, not so much. I'm eating 3,100 to grow right now. 3,100? I'm at like 2,300. 23? I'm trying to grow. And too, you're gaining man. weight, right? I'm going up like a 0.5 to a pound a week. Damn. Started at like 146, 147. I'm up to like 148, 149. Just been bulking for probably a week and a half, two weeks. I think I went from 154 up to 158 now. Um, That's being a little generous because I might be like 157 point something, but... I'm gaining weight steadily at 3,100, <laughs> and I weigh, you know, 157 or 158, whatever it is, somewhere around there, because that's what it takes and for me. Anyone that's, like, ever bulked in their life will tell you, if you're dirty bulking, man, you're having the time of your life. You're just eating whatever, whenever. Remember that breakup thing? <laughs> dirty bulk yep (laughs) yeah that was the dirtiest bulk ever i remember you sending me in your car going to wendy's brian you want anything no i'm good all right hey wendy's i'm gonna get two baconators a large soda (laughs) (laughs) i gotta gain weight brian (laughs) i did it though (laughs) i gained the weight uh not positively but (laughs) Damn, the more I think about it, too, think about how bad that got. (laughs) I went from, uh, I wouldn't say shredded. Would you say shredded? Or was it, like, pretty lean? Pretty lean. lean. Definitely not as lean as you are right now. I do look pretty now. But 
thirteen percent then, to like, what? Like, what's your best guess for body fat? Twenty four. I lost thirty one pounds or something. Like I'd say that. like twenty four is good accurate. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like thirty one pounds. That's how much extra it took for me to look Man, to like look the way I want. You ever amazed with yourself that you made the transformation not once but twice? It makes me feel pretty good knowing that uh, I had gone through those things because more importantly than anything else, you're going to learn from experience first. And so, you know, I went through that. I lived it. I can avoid that now. (laughs) Um, Bulking right now, don't have to... I'm eating so much food every day and I love it. Um, but I'm not eating dirty foods. Uh, I could be, I could fit in some donuts and other things. I have the calories and macros for it, but it's not how I choose to do it. I could even eat Wendy's if I wanted to and Burger King or whatever, but I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I just, I want to keep it as clean as I can just for the sake of not putting too much body fat on as I bulk up and get ready for shows. Because I will have to cut back down. (laughs) Um, And I want that to be easy. I want the cutting process to be easy. Man, it's so daunting when you're on that clean bulk to eat all that food. Like, I don't think people really underestimate that bulking can just be as challenging as cutting. It can actually be pretty hard sometimes. I, I I feel like I've adjusted to my food intake. So, like... I'm not going to lie, um, I don't know if I told you, but I totally had a day, maybe like a week ago, where um, <laughs> I ate 36 <laughs> or 3,700, and you know what, it's it's okay, uh, it's not, you know, I, I got a little too excited about food, I'm going to be honest, I I didn't feel too good about it. Hey, full, di- full disclosure with you, we had pizza at work today. Uh, five slices of pizza today. I understand where you're at with that. <laughs> Damn. So you're like way you... above too, huh? <laughs> Man, trying I'll... to keep the bulk clean, and we're doing that. But that's the first time that I've gone off. Me too. Um, so because neither of us are perfect. Even me as a, you know, you're gonna have those moments coming, of weakness. <laughs> always, even as a bodybuilder, um, whether you're gonna compete or not, or as a coach, <laughs> you're not invincible. You know what I mean? <laughs> even you will have the days where you mess up and or where you divert from the plan. But guess what? We get back on the plan and we're good. And you got to give into those. It's okay. Sometimes. Because okay sometimes. Um, you're just going to go f- flying off the sometimes tracks. Sometimes it's much needed and beneficial. Um, honestly, I don't think I've really eaten. I think I ate pizza on my girlfriend's birthday. I think that's like the worst thing I've eaten. Because I binged on protein fudge. <laughs> you know what's the weirdest but... part, too? I have those five slices of pizza a day, and then I go to the gym, and I swear I had one of the best sessions being back to the gym. Sodium. It's all that sodium, all those carbs. I would say so. It's all the energy, man. It's all the carbs and the sodium. And you know what? You're riding the high of life because you just had all that pizza. <laughs> Super and, good. And the best part about that is scale doesn't even go up. Well, yeah. it doesn't It doesn't go up in a negative way. It stayed roughly the same. Yeah, and you keep track of your food, too. You do a good job of, you know, eating clean 99% of the time. 
So, like, that one slip-up isn't really a big deal. Plus, you know what? You're trying to gain weight anyways. It's Have fun. Inevitable. Have fun, right? It's inev- well, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> it, it's, it's inevitable, you know, that you will gain a little bit of body fat when you're bulking. Clean or not. If you're in a surplus of calories, you're going to gain muscle and you're going to gain a little bit of fat. And if you don't, well, you're an alien. Sorry, <laughs> but um, that's the way it is. And it's okay uh, to include those things in the bulk. You know what? Enjoy it. Because if you're intentionally like getting in a, onto a strict diet or a strict plan because you want to get that shredded, enjoy it while it lasts. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because... You know what? I don't even want to make it out to be like that, that you need to eat super strict to get shredded. Um, but if you're trying to get to like 7 or 8 or sub 10%, uh, if you're trying you got to get eat to, strict. If you're in the sub 10%, like stage percent, yeah. you're... <laughs> you got to be a little strict around that. That's where it becomes but, such a mental challenge. But to get like 11 or 12 to 15, that's pretty doable. It's sustainable too. You yeah, can have that can, year round. What would you say I am? If you had to guess. Everyone's telling you, man, that you're like 7% right now. Okay, definitely not, but I appreciate the compliment. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah, um, whatever percent I am, I can sustain it pretty easily, no problem. Um, and if I did want to maintain a physique, I would just eat maintenance calories and maybe a little, little bit above. Just stay around there and, you know, I'd keep the look I have, no problem, you know not lose any weight really potentially lose weight you know body fat get a little leaner you can grow in a deficit for sure it's possible yeah you can grow in a deficit or off maintenance do a little recomposition action that's there's no issue there oh the recomp is where it's at (laughs) oh yeah there's a whole process to it all i like recomping i do too Eating maintenance calories and staying there for a little bit, getting to know how your body works is extremely valuable. Really valuable. So there's, and and these aren't these aren't like negatives. What we're talking about to fitness, there are no negatives in fitness. Don't get that mistaken. These are the challenges in fitness. Anything that you're gonna go after, do it. But there's gonna be challenges. There's no easy path to anything that you want in life. It takes hard work and dedication. Um, the best transformations, man, that happen in fitness, I think, happen in two to four or even six months. Depends where you're at, you know what I mean? No one person's the same, but the best transformations are the ones where people spend the most time. It takes time, dedication, effort, discipline, consistency all those qualities you know will you know bring the results 100 percent. the effort you put in is what you're gonna get out there's no way around it all right man uh i'm gonna be wrapping up this podcast any last little thoughts or shout outs you want to make Follow Commodore Alex Fit on Instagram if you're looking for one-on-one coaching, nutrition plans, or training plans. Uh, check out my Instagram for daily content on the story and almost daily posting. All right, guys, you heard that. Once again, it is Commodore Alex Fit on Instagram. Go check him out. 
He's got all his stuff up on his page. DM him if you got any questions and you just can't find the website or things are confusing. And uh, even if you just got a basic question, just shoot him a little DM. He'll get back to you. Good guy. And uh, yeah, thank you guys once again for all the support. Listening to the podcast. Tuning back in once again. I know this one was a long one. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't come into these podcasts with a set goal for time. I come in to get it done and that's exactly what you guys should do when you go to the gym. Don't have a set time. Just get it done. All right, guys. Hope y'all doing good. Another episode will be out later in the week. Stay tuned. See y'all on the next one.